0: Hello and welcome to Reality TV Cringe. I am one of your hosts, Delia, and I'm here with my real tight homegirl and my daughter-in-law, Beatrice. Hey, everybody. We are here today slash tonight to talk to you about Sister Wives. Yeah. We got a couple of those old Rewind episodes that we're going to be going into, but we are also doubling up Mm -hmm. with 90 Day Fiance. Yes. The schedule change. The schedule change. We um, are moving things around. And just so that you know, we are covering Vanderpump Rules as well. But mm-hmm. we're not going to be able to record those until like Thursday. So that yeah. means they're going to be released to the general public on friday yes or thursday if you're on patreon oh gosh you better get on patreon mm-hmm. if that's what you want um so that's what that's going to look like so yeah. but we have a full bill for tonight yes before we get into this episode let me remind you how'd you wife how'd you this is a politically incorrect podcast which means we say dumb things we have our own opinions they're going to differ from yours and that's okay get over it it's okay yeah so if you're sensitive you might want to find yourself another dumpster but if you are down with the raccoons
1: welcome to this one yes and if you are down with the raccoons go follow us on instagram at reality tv we finally the five thousand mark. <laughs> it was so
0: funny because as soon as we hit five thousand, I know you made an Instagram story and I you did. you you texted me on WhatsApp. Uh-huh. You're like, go and check out the story. We made it to five thousand. I'm like, I hope somebody doesn't immediately <laughs> unfollow. And they did. <laughs> and they did.
1: <laughs> and it went down to four thousand nine hundred ninety nine. I know. And it. now it's over five thousand. Woo! It's like five thousand and eleven. I know. We're fucking famous. Yay! <laughs> also, we have a Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/RealityTV. We're covering a bunch of bonus shows up on there. A Thousand Pound Sisters, Love After Lockup. Mm. Uh, john and eight plus kate gypsy sisters, gypsy sisters. welcome to Platville. everything so much my 600 pound life which that's is coming, coming back. up it's
0: coming up in march new bitch. season starts in march you must lose 30 pounds this month why do you eat so much <laughs> um i want to watch that for sure Facts. i sent you the trailer for that we're watching that's fantastic why can't you post that to our instagram i'm gonna post it, post it to our instagram so everybody knows instagram. what's coming up yes but join our page because we're yeah. talking about all kinds of things there and last but not least if you are watching on youtube please don't forget to like comment share and subscribe thank you everything you do really does help us in the algorithm and that means it helps us to grow so thank you in advance thank you now before we get into sister wives henny we do have a little bit of news hashtag well, is, worthy up hashtag worthy up i wouldn't call it hot gossip yeah But I feel like this is a subject that we need to get into. For sure. So I was watching Nikki Haverstock, who's on YouTube, and she talks Sister Wives and 90 Day Fiancé all the time. Mm -hmm. And she was the first one to let us know that Mary Brown has launched a new website entitled WorthyUp.com. WorthyUp.com. She's trademarking
1: that shit, dude.
0: And then she made an Instagram post, and she's already got her merch ready to go why don't we have our merch ready to go listen listen you are our graphic <laughs> designer with absolutely no graphic design experience none i don't care <laughs> it's better than what i could do we have so many good ideas we gotta get that shit
1: out if mary can do it we can do Well, it. let's go on fiverr and stuff
0: okay we gotta find a graphic designer to help us to make our merch yeah but she's already got journals oh my god with worthy up on the cover is she selling them already um, I no she's okay. not because I went to the website and by the time I got there she had dismantled dismantled <laughs> the menu so you couldn't go to her about page which Why? Nikki had been to but I having built a lot of websites mm-hmm. was able to suss out what those additional pages would be called stop and so I just did a backslash about. <laughs> WorthyUp.com backslash about. So it still exists. Yes. And I was able to read her about page and also look at her merch page, which is not developed, and also um, look at her community oh, no. sign up page. So do we want to know a little bit what this is about? Yes, yeah. This is what I found on her about page oh, about WorthyUp. Oh, As you explore WorthyUp, immerse yourself in Mary's insights, um, wisdom, and the supportive community she's fostered. Stop. Join the movement and let Mary be your mentor on the journey to. <laughs> Just stop it. No. Stop it. I know. Yeah. No. Let me start no. again. Join the movement and let Mary be your mentor on the journey to discovering your inner string, honey. That was me, honey. Whether you're taking your first steps or well into your transformative journey, Worthy Up is here to uplift, inspire, and empower you. Mary's vision is clear. To create a space where every woman recognizes her worth, embraces her uniqueness, and thrives in a community that celebrates individual and collective growth. And there are more words than sentences, but it's all pretty much the same. Puke. Dude.
1: So she really... Okay. When you sent me this video from Nikki Haverstock, it Mm -hmm. seemed like it was alluded to her starting a life coaching she really thinks mentorship she can be a mentor yes. to other women and she's going to charge people however much I a mean, paragon
0: if, if you well, i know how much because then i clicked s- from there stop. she has there, the there prices? was there was a link <laughs> there was a link on her about page no. to her sign up page so you can join her community it's called let's grow together <laughs> let's grow together. Limited lifetime membership or special introductory price of $99 includes access to two members-only videos per month, access to one members-only Q&A live session per month, first chance at upgraded programs, special deals and promotions, and members-only Worthy Up mug. Limited lifetime membership price will increase to 149 <laughs> So get it now. Get it while you can for $99. Yes. So what it feels like to me wow. is she's probably starting like a Facebook group. Oh, and you're going to have to sign up through her website. You're going to be given some information to help you find the Facebook group and to join it. And that's where she's going to be doing lives. Maybe it's an Instagram group.
1: I don't know. I cannot i cannot right. believe that mary fucking brown thinks that she has enough wisdom to impart on the masses I, uh, when she her dump. i don't want to be so mean okay because obviously good. i like that uh, obviously <laughs> she was married to cody brown and he's an abusive narcissist and so i have some compassion for her but you stayed with this dude for 10 plus years when he wasn't touching your cookie and he was saying nasty awful things about you on tv where you felt not worthy and you're gonna talk to people about yeah. how to feel worthy and about it their just lives.
0: ended in april of 2022 yeah. and you were blindsided <laughs> no, irrespective of how you want real. us to believe it you were blindsided you couldn't believe that he was the one who told you it's never ever ever gonna happen
1: and that he doesn't care if you live or die and that if you fuck other people he doesn't care
0: I need to know, like, what kind of therapy have you done since then? Like, I what mean, kind of introspection have you undertaken? I understand you have a kind of a big age, not unlike myself. You have <laughs> a lot of life experience. Sure. You certainly have learned a lot along the way. I but guess. you were just in this toxic and, I dare say, abusive relationship a year and a half ago. I so mean. what gives you the right to be a mentor <sighs> (sighs) And/or life coach, or whatever she's going to call herself, when all she's done is lived in a cult or (laughs) a dysfunctional, abusive relationship. For real.
1: I, I don't understand. This is why social media is so fucking toxic because mm-hmm. literally everybody and their mother thinks that they can be like a fitness guru or a fucking mentor or a spiritual coach like fucking Danielle from 90 Day Fiancé. Oh my God, the worst people, toxic person in the world. The absolute worst. And she's charging people $300 for her right. courses. and stuff. Like I cannot with this culture of like people acting like Mm -hmm. they have so much to impart on people but like let me charge you Mm 150 for an annual membership like i'm fucking amazon or something like what i have to give you is so valuable
0: and i don't even know if this is the end price because a lot of this seems like it's still being worked on Mm -hmm. like when i went to the merch section it was all just like stock images. Mm -hmm. It's not actually her merch. And so she's working on the website right now. It could be more, it could be less. I mean, $99 for a lifetime membership is not that much to get that content. And so I'm not going to complain about that. Okay. Because I believe in online education personally, and I've actually had programs in the past that I have run. But when I tell you they were content dense, honey, and what I offered for uh, the students that I had was, uh, I think, a tremendous amount. So like, so for what she's offering, two videos a month, a live q and yeah. for $99 for your whole life, that's great if you love Mary Brown. But it's probably also going to be a subscription thing where you're going to have to pay $25 mm-hmm. a month. And that's okay, too, if there's people who want to do that. But I'm just like... <sighs> based on what though i mean
1: really and like if her retreats are anything like how this is gonna be like with her charging six thousand dollars for you not even to like stay at lizzie's heritage Inn, and not even have like good food catered for everybody like you're getting fucking barbecue from the local joint in right. parowan utah like i just to me i'm like i can't see her content being that worthwhile to me like and i don't want to be mean but i'm just like come on like what do you have a value write a fucking book yes we would read a tell-all book yes 100 percent. we would read like a series of tell-all books and you would make a lot of money i think you'd have a publisher i would think you'd get an advance i think that there's
0: a lot of us out here if you told us the whole truth nothing but the truth that would spend good money
1: on that book for sure and you'd get interviews up the ass just like christine with all Mm -hmm. these people magazine things like you would get fame and you would get a lot of money you don't need to fucking rip people off and try to give them mentor and life ship advice. But the the thing is,
0: I think she thinks, I don't think she's trying to rip anybody off, honestly. I mean, she is in an MLM. She has historically (laughs) been in a lot of MLMs. That's very problematic because... MLMs are predatory. But like when you take that component out of it and you just look at Mary and everything that she's been through, I have a lot of compassion for her. I'm sure she feels like she's learned a lot. I'm sure she feels like she's enriched and edified and can teach a young woman how to avoid the pitfalls of marrying somebody like Cody Brown. I'm sure there's a lot of great things that you could offer. But like until you actually Take real time to heal. Yes. Like if you're trying to heal other people while you're not healed yourself, like you just do damage to other people. Yes. So show me where, show me on the doll,
1: (laughs) you know, show
0: me where you actually did the work. Right. I agree. Because it was 2022.
1: Right. So don't act like you're like some expert in all of this stuff when you're dealing with your own shit. And that's totally fine. Like we're all damaged people we're all going through our stuff we're all learning nobody's fucking perfect nobody is like a perfect guru or anything like that but i'm just like to to try and act like a mentor when you're still dealing with all that shit it's just
0: i mean you can be one you can have a group around you but like when you then monetize it Yeah. Right. And kind of become the authority on it by virtue of monetizing it and creating a platform around it. Then I'm like, you got to be in integrity to do something like that. And I think maybe she thinks that she is. But I'm like, Maybe. honey, I don't I don't think so. But you do
1: MLMs and right. you think that that's okay. You're still doing LuLaRoe. You're Roe. still ripping people off in that way, right. you know. And it would be one thing if she had like a support group or like some kind of online community that she held for people that like wasn't behind a super high paywall and she was just like there offering support for women who have left fundamentalist religions, who have left narcissistic abusive relationships. Like that would be totally one thing. It's another to be like... Right let me teach you how to hashtag worthy up yeah and i'm sure she has good intentions with it so i'm not i don't think she's like a bad person well for but doing i mean it. i
0: also think she wants to profit yes i mean when you look at the prices of her retreats let us remind you she was 000. running a retreat for how many days uh, like four days like a four-day retreat yeah like at tears it was like a two thousand four thousand six thousand dollar <laughs> yeah. Price point, yeah. and you're just going to the haunted B and B in Parowan, Utah, with that terrible wallpaper. I know, and you know you have to eat on paper plates. That first retreat was really bad, so I can see the industry she's trying to move into, and yes. I think she can probably leverage her celebrity. But I just feel like, mm, ugh, I wouldn't.
1: Bad look, man. But
0: then Janelle had her website from like 2016 called thrive with janelle when she was also going to be some kind of a
1: life coach Mm, i don't know why that's what i'm saying it's like social media and fame like Mm -hmm. all these people think that they have like this wisdom to impart and but they also know that their fan base loves them and that they would do pretty much anything to like get any kind of content from them i mean fucking jasmine on 90 day fiance has like on an OnlyFans, and <laughs> she's got like this other thing where she gives people like birthday wishes and like different types of advice as well vent to me vent to me you have one hour to just vent to me and i'll be here listening like, what the fuck it's very bizarre and she charges like a hundred
0: dollars for yeah. that and well then- what about the only fans girl who charged for her farts in jars I so i mean like if you can monetize it <laughs> and make money off it i mean go get your bag but like when you're talking about a healing industry right like, when you're talking about people who are really struggling and might have like significant trauma like you got to be extra careful yes and i, so I just i feel i'm dubious 100%.
1: about what mary's doing 100 100%. It's kind of weird, but we'll see how it evolves, I guess. We will definitely
0: be watching with our raccoon monocle, honey. All right, let's get into the episodes of Sister Wives because each episode was like... 10 minutes yeah (laughs) like a half an hour so we did two of them for this yeah um sister wives we are in season four Mm -hmm. and we are going to be covering episode three and four now episode three is entitled brutal honesty and that speaks to christine and robin Mm -hmm. having a sit down at last where christine is going to talk to robin about how she's been struggling so deeply With her jealousy. Yep. And so they're trying to patch things up. It's also Cody's birthday. Yes. It's 2012. He's turned 44. Mm -hmm. That means, how old is he? I don't know. 50 something now? So he's 55, 56 right now. Um, And so we're going to have a birthday. And there were a couple of other things that were going on in this episode that I thought were really interesting, like the surrogacy, Uh the real estate licensure and Uh such. So this episode starts with the preparations for Cody's birthday. Mm -hmm. We've got Logan... The real parent yeah. of the Brown Clan. <laughs> the real weeping Sweeping dad. in to take all of the littles, well, all the little girls and Gabe. Mm-hmm. He's going to be taking them to what looks like Hobby Lobby or to Michael's. They're going to be picking out some craft stuff so that they can make Cody a scrapbook Which and a cute. poster for his birthday. And we see Logan just so sweet yeah. it's like a 17 year old boy mm-hmm. who's got his own life i presume totally he probably likes girls in sports of course but here he is with this gaggle of kids at the michaels
1: getting them their craft supplies he's a sweet kid like they did something right with him even though he yes. is parentified and he kind of alludes to it in this he's like talking about when he leaves for college i think right and moves out and he's like i don't know how that's going to change the family dynamic and like what part am i going to be leaving behind in my family i'm like oh yeah the parent
0: <laughs> yeah that's what
1: you're going to be leaving i'm worried behind. about my children
0: yes who's going to be taking care of the little ducklings when yeah. i'm gone because i know these assholes <sighs> Cody just sits in a recliner. Christine's just mad all the time. My mom's
1: working all the time. Janelle's just
0: working or checked out. Yeah, And Mary's also mad, too. Robin's making out with Dad on the recliner. (laughs) So what's going to happen to the kids? I thought it was sweet, though. Yes, I did, too. And when we see the ultimate gifts that the kids made, that also was really cute. Oh, my God. So touching. I loved it. After that, we have all the wives meeting over at Mary's house. Mary is still laid up, if you recall. Last week, she went skiing for her ultimate date night with Cody, (laughs) promptly tore her MCL, and now she's laid up for eight weeks. And so the other wives come to her, and they are, I guess, packing like little gift bags for the kids for Cody's party, and they are talking about what they're going to get for Cody's birthday what did you what did did you notice the thing here
1: a little bit okay with Robin yeah (laughs) yeah with Robin because they're talking about like what to get him and I think like Christine talks about like a watch and then something gets brought up with a computer and Robin's like well do we have the money for it do we have the money for it Do
0: you all have the money for it? Because I ain't got
1: no money. I ain't got no money. I got debt. (laughs) Right. That's what I got. I thought that was
0: interesting. Mm -hmm. And Mary kind of in a superior tone just as well. It depends on how much each wife has in their budget for this. Robin, Mm -hmm. like you've got money in your budget, don't you? And Robin's just like nursing Solomon. She's like,
1: i don't know sure i mean i guess i guess after my bills or whatever and you know what i'm just thinking of just now Mm -hmm. i wonder if robin's getting child support for dayton Mm. aurora and brianna oh yeah because if they're divorced presumably she should be getting child support for all three of them and i'm like where's that money going and how much money does she get because like when i was a child and my biological father had to pay child support he was like an electrician so it wasn't like a huge amount of money but how much was it it was like let me try and remember i think it was like 400 every two weeks Mm -hmm. like 800 a month but i'm like that was okay Mm. and then when i became 18 i got to keep that money yeah because i'm an adult now but um i wonder how much she's getting for the three of them because that was just for me I was just don't ask me. me how much I got. You got a lot cuz your husband was rich. I got
0: well. I don't know about got a lot. You got a lot. But it was a, it was a blending of maintenance or alimony plus child support. It was just like one lump sum oh each month my. plus I got a portion of his bonuses at the end of his year. That was great. Wow. So back to the regular <laughs> pod. Um yeah, I do wonder whether she got child support. That is such a good question because I know ultimately that Robin obviously um has Cody adopt her children, which means that Preston has to give up his paternal rights. Mm-hmm. But up until the time that he does, you would presume he would owe support for those kids.
1: And that's why I wonder, like, maybe she wasn't getting child support because, you know, what would be the incentive to have Cody adopt the kids? Like, if you were really struggling for money or if you were needing the money, you would milk that shit mm-hmm. from Preston until those kids are 21. That's what a lot of right parents do. So, I mean... I don't know. Maybe he wasn't giving any.
0: I don't know. If any raccoons out there know whether she collected child support and or how much she collected honey, we would love to know. Because that would speak to what she would be able to contribute to something like a really nice gift for Cody. But it just is interesting that she seems so out of touch with the financials Mm -hmm. and the contributions that are expected from all four wives almost as if she's really never asked to contribute and rather it's the other three wives who end up contributing and covering robin which obviously we see when they get to flagstaff and we've got mary and janelle going out of their pocket to pay for robin's deposit down payment for the home
1: yes and that would also speak to her character because if she's getting this extra income that she could be contributing to this family pot when it's really just fucking janelle paying for everything and tlc right now at this fucking point nobody else is working that would be so shitty yeah. if she was like hiding her child support i mean i get it like it's for your kids whatever it's child support i get it but if it's like extra income that could be distributed or helped out i with mean things. but we are fabricating
0: stories yes, that I'm we saying. don't know are true but yeah i could see it i could see it based on how things have worked out that she would not necessarily be super forthcoming with her resources versus taking the family's I wanna resources know. i want to know too honey. <sighs> after this we've got christine taking baby truly who's 20 <laughs> months old she's still got no hair she whatsoever so anywhere on her head ball
1: that's how i was
0: until i head. was like
1: three yeah God, so <laughs> just cute. bald everyone thought just i was a boy
0: wisp <laughs> of hair suggestions approximations of hair she takes little truly over to robin's house mm-hmm. because of course robin gave birth to solomon three months previous and they want to weigh both of the kids because solomon's he's a chunk yes it's a big old roly poly <laughs> baby cute. boy He is cute he's so um wispy now yeah he's so thin and everything tiny it's like interesting that he was such a big boy big old chunky boy so christine arrives and she puts truly on the scale truly weighs 19 pounds at 20 months with like all of her clothes a coat and her shoes on and then robin gets on the scale with solomon And I think it was 173 pounds. Mm -hmm. And then she gets off the scale, gives the baby to Christine. You know, I'm watching. I am monocling, Mm -hmm. clocking the weight because it's such an issue for me. I'm like, how much does she weigh? Uh So gives the baby to Christine and then gets up on the scale herself. And she was 157 with her shoes and with her clothes on. So they deduce after doing mathematics, which (laughs) is something sciencey and magical, that Solomon weighs 16 pounds.
1: So three pounds less and he's a fucking baby. <laughs> truly, a little bitty baby. Truly just this tiny little thing. Yes. She's so fucking cute in these early episodes. She really is. Oh my God. Very
0: adorable. After that, they make their way to some Greek grill. Yeah. To have the conversation that I don't know about you, Beatrice, but I feel that Christine is having this conversation creating this moment with robin because she has been told i don't know about expressly but certainly it has been suggested to christine by now that if she doesn't make this shit right with robin she's got a real fucking problem with cody
1: yep so she's got a cow town to her and be like look it's not you it's me and Cody. It's mm-hmm. it's Cody that's the problem. It's not you, I promise. Right. Even though in her talking head, Christine's like, yeah, I did have problems with Rob." I thought she was the enemy. So I'm like, okay, we can't actually... This episode's entitled Brutal Honesty, mm-hmm. and we still can't even be fully honest in the moment. And so it's like at the restaurant christine opens up about it and is like look i was just really jealous like so incredibly jealous i never thought me and cody could ever have any problems in our marriage and then robin's like yeah i took it personally it just made me feel really bad because i thought that you hated me
0: right and i mean you guys had to sign off and approve on me coming into the family and if y'all had said one word of no to Cody he would not have let me
1: come into the family do we not believe that no I don't believe that and then she says right after that she's like I don't know how you guys let me in right I'm like that's kind of a weird thing to say isn't it well
0: I mean it could just be simple acknowledgement of Christine's struggle like yeah I don't even know how you would fucking do that in other words I don't know how I would have to do that mm, yeah if there was a fifth wife which yeah. we get into into the next episode mm-hmm. like I don't know how I would be able to do that she also says that she called her mother. Yeah. That home wrecking bitch. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Living in her happy house, dividing yep. the previous family. Um, and her mother said, Don't take it personally. Mm-hmm. They're just adjusting and shifting around you. It's not personal to you. And Christine is definitely going out of her way to let Robin know, Absolutely not. It is not about you. Like you said. Yeah. Um, it's about Cody because Cody left me. Like she actually said that. Yeah. She's a Cody, you know, promised that things were going to be a certain way. I felt abandoned because Cody left me. And Robin's like, well, why did he leave you? And then Christine, like a battered wife, says, because I'm jealous, because every time he comes over, like the dynamic is fucking off because it's I'm like, fault. I just can't be happy. So I'm just going to be grateful. I'm so grateful for all the children that I have and all my wives and everything. I'm happy.
1: I promise. I'm happy. Thanks for that pep talk, Mary, in the last episode right. telling me that it's my fault and that I need to just right. be grateful yes. and swallow my promise problems because cody will never fix anything Mm -mm. it's really sad and then i was like getting annoyed with robin in this scene because she's taking it all personally still and sitting there crying and she's like well i just felt like you hated me and it's like robin why can't you step outside of yourself a little bit though and see it from the wife's perspective you can't because you've got cody wrapped around your finger so to you it's just like unbelievable like why don't they like me because their marriages are failing with cody and yours is thriving Right. <laughs> That's literally why. Right. And she even says it. She's like, "My mom told me that it's not to take it personally because it's about my position in mm-hmm. the family." Right. As the favorite wife. As a fa- as the last wife and mm-hmm. as the favorite wife. So I thought that was very
0: interesting. Um I felt really bad for Actually, both of them, because I still feel like there's a shimmer, a glimmer of innocence in Robin at this point. She's not Mm -hmm. entrenched in her goddamn position yet. She's Mm -hmm. not like drunk with power yet. Like she's still uh, ascending to the throne. She's not there Mm -hmm. yet. So I feel like she is maybe a little bit open to having this conversation with Christine. But I feel like she, I feel like Christine makes her very uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And as we see Christine on the couch, like dominating the conversations, like the decibels, in her voice are like twice as high as anybody else like she's yelling like a mckelty out on the couch when everybody else is speaking in quiet tones like i don't think i don't think robin likes her like Mm -hmm. i don't think robin actually would ever be her friend if Mm -hmm. it wasn't for the sister wives
1: no way i think she thinks she's too much and i wonder if she says that kind of shit or reaffirms that shit to cody Mm -hmm. because i bet cody probably goes over to robin's house and then totally bitches about christine Mm -hmm. probably bitches about the other wives too but mainly christine because it's it's obvious in these episodes that Cody does not fucking like Christine mm-hmm. It all. is really obvious. Oh, my God. I'm
0: surprised by it. But, like, I haven't seen him have any genuine affection, like, wanting to hang out my, with my, like, homegirl who I love right. and ride or die with. Like, I haven't seen that since maybe season one. And even that, it was, like, Forced. such a whirlwind because he was dating Robin and and Christine had just had truly. So, yeah. like, there was too much going on. But... Yeah, you don't like her. No. And I think after this lunch, Robin goes home with her baby... And Cody comes home and he's like, well, how'd it go? Did she apologize? Did she say X, Y, and Z? How did it make you feel? Yeah, still feel bad because blah, blah, blah. And so
1: it emboldens Cody to continue to treat Christine like shit. Yes, probably. And then when they talk shit about her and he's like, oh, she's so loud or she puts me down, Robin's like, yeah, I have noticed that. She probably says shit Mm -hmm. like that to him, Mm -hmm. you know, because even on the couch with some of those moments where Cody... Is like getting annoyed with Christine, and Christine's just saying some shit. You can see it on Robin's face too. Mm-hmm. Like Robin has She's the same got a hard expression yes yeah it's very interesting to see
0: it is when you're looking with different eyes mm-hmm. from 2023 2020 mm-hmm. so after this lunch where christine has to prostrate herself and <laughs> beg for mercy yeah um we go to cody's birthday but before that we have a little scene where janelle and christine go to some local real estate office to read their real estate manuals and study together i guess for their license i don't understand which they never end up getting i think well, do Janelle they? does. I think Janelle but does. But that's it. <laughs> I don't think Christine does. So the interesting thing about this to me is that this was one of the family endeavors that they were all going to do together except for Robin because Robin don't work. Yes. Like Cody was going to do it. Mary was going to do it. And then now the only two standing are Janelle and Christine. And Christine is kind of wishy-washy because she saw the book and she's like, oh, fuck. I've got to read that. <laughs> I've got to memorize that? I, yes, I don't know if I can do it, but then she comes back around, realizes I gotta get a job, mm-hmm. and so it's just those two that are doing it. Um, but they mention in this particular scene that Cody got the book because he was gonna do it too, and he realized, Oh, I have to study for this shit. <laughs>
1: Fuck that, absolutely not, which is crazy to me. So he's not wanting to get a job because why? because you're doing tlc well he's doing his dumb
0: mlm because last episode he got oh, the that's rose right. gold nissan with his
1: fucking yeah. i didn't
0: see it this episode though remember that's month to month and as soon as you're not profitable honey you got to pay that lease so where's the fucking convertible
1: now maybe that's what's in all their boxes in the mcmansion flash forward to 2024 mm-hmm. maybe it's all of his MLM <laughs> bullshit. probably his stock that he buys for right. shit so he can get a new car lease it I do think that's what he's doing <laughs> for work. but i don't I don't
0: know what Mary's doing. I think Mary, at this time, is doing MLM stuff. She's probably doing the live, the l i v oh, yeah. with Cody. Mm-hmm. I imagine. But I mean, I feel like it's very conspicuous that Mary's not talking about what she's doing to contribute
1: to this family at all. Yeah. Like, what are you guys doing? You have all these fucking rents that you have to care about. And then you're going to get the cul-de-sac. And you have all these mortgages that you have to deal with. Like, what are y'all doing? And then Robin. And then Robin. Robin's lazy ass i mean i know she just had a child i
0: get it and but... solomon's three months old but before solomon even came she didn't want to attend those meetings like no. she never had an intention Mm-mm. in any way at all to contribute financially to this fucking household no. it's crazy to me it's absolutely wild I would, if i'm hopping up there if i'm breakdancing into this fucking brown family knowing that they're having a hard time feeding their fucking kids they're on food stamps and right shit? and i'm gonna integrate integrate my three kids into their family that's already struggling, you better believe I'm getting a job. I'm contributing. I'm thinking about that.
1: Well, she is doing something. She's creating my sister wife's closet <laughs> and designing no, God, beautiful that beautiful jewelry. Yeah. So right. that's what they're doing.
0: So or she's, she's doing. still a drain on the family because yes. that's not making any money. And in all. order to have like mock ups and things of that nature, she's got to pay for it. But like, oh my God. Just wait until what they do a the fucking, fucking parasite.
1: Dude, just wait just wait till we get to the fucking expos and shit and the fucking pitch for their business i live i cannot wait so much money it gives wasted. me hope
0: for tomorrow knowing that it's, <laughs> it's coming so
1: great
0: um and the episode ends uh with cody's birthday party at janelle's home janelle doesn't have to do anything because of course christine and all of the parentified children are coordinating organizing and executing everything that needs to get done to keep this family moving uh-huh they have a party for Cody and first the little kids who again went with Logan to the Michaels to make to crafts things. made like little scrapbooks
1: they give it to Cody so cute
0: and Cody says it's adorable little yeah. Savannah takes money out of her piggy bank like 4 dollars and 34 cents or something gives it all to him gives
1: it all to him <laughs> she's so sweet she's so fucking thoughtful she reminds me of my little sister does she yes little nova yeah oh my god little she was nova. always so thoughtful like that she would create things for our birthdays and shit and she would write like big long like uh, books and stuff like sweet. she was so cute so savannah is so fucking cute i Isn't can't it stand interesting it
0: interesting that you can see the nature of a person at such a young age because when we see her at 18 years old she's still the demure Mm -hmm. soft-spoken but very gentle gorgeous generous girl that she was when she was a little kid yeah and then you look at Gabe punching out (laughs) Garrison I mean like they are also that that carries over into their adulthood I think it's so fantastic yeah Um. and at some point the wives who again had to collaborate to get Cody a present, mm-hmm. present him with said present, which is a
1: laptop. Uh-huh. A nice laptop. It's I like an Apple laptop. Is it like a Mac or something? Yeah. Like a MacBook or something yeah. like that?
0: And he opens it and his response
1: is lackluster to say the least. He's like, oh, great. A tool. Great. Love it. And they're like, you're not excited about it? I thought you wanted a laptop. And he's like, yeah, I guess. But, you know, I wanted a fun gift. Wow. Because now I look at the laptop and now I know they want me to get a job. Yes.
0: Well, he says, I know that it's expensive and I'm wondering where they got the money from. That's the first thing he says. They saved
1: up for it, you asshole. Which
0: indicates that at this time in 2012, after we're on our fourth season now of Sister Wives, they still don't have a lot of liquidity, honey. Mm -hmm. They don't have a lot of money. They probably had to put it on credit. Maybe a Victoria's Secret card. I don't know. Um, But he's not happy. So he's worried about the money. And then I also know if I have a laptop, I've got to
1: work. Unbelievable.
0: I heard you say that,
1: Cody. I mean, it slipped out right there. It sure did. And then him saying I wanted a fun gift. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? How is a laptop not fun? You could play games on a laptop. You could watch porn on a laptop. so much porn. Mormon porn. (laughs) It's got to be great.
0: For real. Yeah, he's very ungrateful. Very. Which Christine calls out yep. obnoxiously totally. <laughs> on the couch as they're talking about it. And she's um, mocking him, like, his response is really robotic.
1: And you can tell he's mad. Mm, his strained smile mm. on his face, like, I fucking hate you, Christine. And then fucking Robin, right? bitch, yep. straight up says, I kind of knew he didn't want a laptop. I know. But he needed it, so it's OK. I know after all of the
0: women were like yeah we really wanted to get it for we you. Like we it. know you like expensive things. This is like the most expensive laptop. And so they're all trying to justify why they did it and then Robin's like yeah but like I I knew I that knew. he wouldn't want it because, of course, he spends time at my house and not yours. I speak Cody, so yes. I know what he wants. I thought that was very illuminating, mm. I've got to say. So mm. that was the end of that episode. We have one more episode to yep. get through. Now, this was just a Q&A, so we're not going to take too long with this. Yes. But I I selected some Good. of the questions from the episode that I thought were germane to where we are today. Good. And so we've got the, the uh, four wives and Cody on the couch for the entire thing. We've got, I guess, audience members writing in with their questions. Yes. And we've got the family, the adults answering those questions. Okay, so one of the questions was, have you ever wondered whether it was worth it? Mm, Like polygamy is worth it. Or all of the shit that you're going through. (laughs) Because then they flashback to like moving out of Lehigh, going to Vegas, like the five tire flats they had on the way, the arguments, Janelle's pissed off. This is fucking circus. I can't stand any of you people. And then they come back and say, yeah, I mean, it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's difficult being, you know, with 22, 25, however many people are in this family. Mm -hmm. But I wouldn't give it up for the world. So great. Polygamy is my calling. I
1: guess. Heart of the father. 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 We're doing it for God. I mean, I guess the only good thing out of all of this is all of the children, all of the kitties. And that's great. But I'm like watching these flashbacks and I'm like, I could not be in a family that is so disorganized, no. so financially irresponsible, so just like fly by the seat of their pants, just do whatever. Cody and Janelle were the only fucking ones working for the majority of the time. I could not. No. I'd be so over it.
0: I would be exasperated. Mm. I would be screaming at people. Yep. I would be brass knuckling Cody right <laughs> in his face. <laughs> For real. Sick. For um, real. Then we get the question, does Cody spend more time with a wife after she has a baby? Of course, mm. at this point, Robin has just had Solomon. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't too long ago that Christine had Truly. Mm-hmm. And his question was really quick. And he's like, yes, period. Mm. Which means... That at this time, he is spending more time. He's already spending more time with Robin. And I think it's fair if you've got one of your wives who has a baby that you should be there to help out. But the fact of the matter is, I really question whether he did that for Christine when we saw him leave her her hospital room Uh while she's in the process of giving birth to this child out of
1: her vagina and
0: you went to robin's house to kiss her to kiss her yes
1: and i think they actually talk about this in the later seasons if i remember correctly where they call him out on that and they're like you've used the babies as an excuse because robin just had king solomon and then she's going to have one more baby after that so then that's going to be another excuse for him to be like whoa but i have to be at robin's house all the time because right. she had just had the baby she needs my help even and though they got a nanny
0: using it he's using it in 2020 2021 yep. i've got to be around the babies they can't be out of town for longer than three or four days because of the babies it's
1: always been the excuse it has always
0: been the excuse it's really interesting to see it so early on mm-hmm. um another question was do the wives wonder what it would be like to have cody all to themselves 100 percent of the time Mm -hmm. and Cody's the one who says oh I'm sure they do I'm like we all think about that yeah and Mary's like excuse me (laughs) I actually don't think about that like I only ever consider my marriage in terms of my other sister wives Mm. and Cody's like what are you talking about you said you did and she's like I never said that do we believe her yeah.
1: Yeah, I believe. I her kinda too. do. Yeah. I think he's just using it as an excuse because, because Robin.
0: And because he's thinking yes. about only spending a hundred percent of his time or spending his whole time with Robin and he just assumes, he projects onto them the other wives that they feel the same way. Christine's like, I married the man, but I especially married the family. I'm so grateful for my family. Uh-huh. And sometimes I would feel abandoned by Cody, but then I would realize, oh my god, look at all these kids that I have to take care of in the basement by of myself. the house. By myself. And look at all these kids and I love them. Uh-huh. So she's definitely trying to get back in Cody's good graces. Yep. We have one audacious audience
1: member asking whether they use protection. I know. And they kind of all pause. Like, yeah. Cody looks at the paper and doesn't look look up at the camera which is kind of interesting i was wondering what that was about i'm like does he does he not want to answer it because he's not fucking some of the wives like i wonder if it's
0: i don't need protection if i'm not fucking them
1: (laughs) or like he's using protection with the three og but not robin because you know it just feels so good i'm just saying god i'm just saying i'm just thinking in the mind of Cody. begging her
0: raw feels so good yikes well janelle's like i'm not answering that that's an intimate personal question (laughs) and i respect that (laughs) um they ask uh, how do the wives keep their jealousy in check and they flash back to mary having the conversation with cody in season one when they're out for the anniversary and she's like well how would you like it cody Like, if I were out here giving my attention to another man, like, how would that feel? And Cody says, well, that is just a vulgar, (laughs) it's a vulgar fucking notion, Mary.
1: So he can't even begin
0: to comprehend how it would feel if the tables were turned on him. No,
1: of course not. Because he lacks that ability because he's a fucking narcissist. He doesn't give a shit about anybody else's feelings but his own.
0: Well, and his religion completely enables his narcissism and his centering of himself. Facts. Which is sad. Mm -hmm. Um, They ask if there's going to be a fifth wife. Yeah. Yeah which, which is interesting. You know, we're kind of asking in the year of our Lord 2024, is Cody going to onboard a new wife? Because otherwise, why do we need them? We don't need them on why our TV. Why are they here? Get off of our
1: TV. We don't need
0: to see you anymore unless you, I will be here if yeah. you bring in a fifth wife. Are you kidding me? Or now a second wife. Yeah. But he says no. He's like, I'm almost certain the answer is no. Unless of course, there's some kind of holy inspiration from my father on high.
1: Mm-hmm. And he tells
0: me, I should take another wife. But if I don't hear it directly from the mouth of God, the answer is no. Robin would
1: never allow that. She would never allow that. No. Especially if she was younger and prettier than Robin. She Mm -hmm. would never, never go for that. She
0: can't conceive of ever being in Christine's position. Nope. Not at all. She would never want that for herself.
1: Then somebody asks, what would you do if one of your kids came out? Yeah. And Janelle's like, I assume this means as a homosexual. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Um, with as many kids as we have, the statistics are high that we'll probably have at least one. Right. Maybe two. And they do. Right. <laughs> they, they do, do. actually at, at least two, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gwen and Leon, yeah. Right. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> she was right. Yes. And they were pretty chill about it. They're like, we don't really care. I mean, like, we're we would be sad. I think Robin says this. Well,
0: let's break the bitch down, honey, because Janelle's like, it wouldn't change my life at all. Then Christine, who's just dumb. Yeah. She's like, well, I mean, if... One of my children liked a same-sex, part, same-sex partner and that person couldn't come over and stay the night in her room and I would have to, I'm like, shut up, I know. shut up. Yeah. And then they got to Robin mm-hmm. and Robin said, well, I would actually be sad because their life would be difficult and I wouldn't want them to have to live, you know, in a world that doesn't accept them. And I thought, well, that seems enlightened, but I wonder about that. Yeah. Of course, when Leon came out, mm-hmm. Robin was the first one to hug Leon yeah. and encourage Leon. And that was really awesome. But I mean, I don't know. And there's been like rumors about Cody and Robin trying to affiliate once again with the AUB. Mm-hmm. And of course, the doctrine of the AUB allegedly is very homophobic. Mm-hmm. Um anti-LGBT. And there's also rumors that Cody has had a falling out with Leon because potentially of Leon's transition. We don't know if any of this is true. This is just what's out there in the streets. But I just, I was watching her very closely when yeah. she answered that question.
1: I was side-eyeing it. It seemed very performative. Like she's just saying it just to get the brownie points right. for, the, for the fans and stuff. Because I think at this point in time, Cody and Robin are very aware of like how they're presenting things that's why they're very quiet they have the pained smiles on their faces when christine's annoying the fuck out of them they don't say anything mm-hmm. they don't want to get into any of their marital issues they want to put on this facade that they're this happy loving amazing family that gets along with everybody so i think that was just her pandering i don't know if she you think actually just a pr statement yeah i mean especially if what's true like about the whole leon situation now in 2024 with their relationships and everything i don't know i don't know if i buy it
0: yeah i don't either so, but I'm not going to not buy it because I, I don't want to ascribe like poisonous homophobia sure. to anybody like unfoundedly. Yeah. Uh, but I was definitely cocking an eyebrow in her direction. Yes. The last question that I picked out before we end this particular segment, um, somebody asked Robin specifically how she now feels about divorce generally after she's gone through her own Divorce.
1: Mm-hmm. And she's like, it was really hard. It was really sad. Hold on.
0: <sighs> I think she paused. She had to pause, like, the filming two to three times. Yes. <gasps> oh, I have to collect myself. <gasps> my victimhood is not prominent
1: enough. Please hold. She's like, I didn't want to divorce my husband. I wanted to stay. Generating tears. I'm like... Generating tears. Okay. Didn't he leave you, though? Didn't he? I don't he... know. I think he did. I don't know the story. I thought it was confirmed that he was the one that initiated the divorce. Can... Some raccoon investigate and let us know in the comments well she does say i tried
0: really hard to stay in this marriage Mm -hmm. i gave it everything i had to keep
1: my family together but it just didn't work is that what the victoria's secret debt was (laughs) you were trying to buy things to spice things up of
0: course you know i believe they go on in subsequent seasons to really vilify her Mm ex-husband which is the um reason that we're gonna have cody ultimately allegedly adopt these kids yeah so but the fact is that Preston's family has come out and said, actually, it was Robin who was the problem. Robin was the one who had a spending issue. What was that? Oh, I just said... Oh, I thought it was the sound. Robin's one with a spending issue. Robin yeah. was the one... I don't know if they have called her directly abusive, but like that was an instigator in a lot of the problems. And it wasn't Preston, which mm. is he said... She said, Uh I don't know. But the way she paints herself in this moment as such a victim, I'm just like, oh, I see where we're going to be going. Oh, yeah. In the seasons to come.
1: Oh, for sure. Because I wonder if she thinks like the other wives look down on her for it or whatever. But I'm like, Janelle was divorced before Mm -hmm. she came to Cody. So it's like not that big of a deal. She's just always like, always pretending to be the victim and Mm. always just like, I'm but I'm innocent. Right. I've got a good heart. I love everybody. I have no malicious intent at all, whatsoever. Right. I didn't do anything wrong.
0: Yeah, okay. I'm not really sure, sure about that. Not sure about that. Nope. Well, for as boring as <laughs> these episodes were. Yeah. There was a lot of interesting information. Yeah. <laughs> there just are things that they're saying in these earlier seasons that really help us to put things together, like puzzle pieces yes. from season.
1: 18 season 17 season 16 things start to really really make sense yes when you go back and look at it it's really interesting to see i'm like did anybody like pick up on the fact that cody and christine hated each other from the very get-go or were people actually believing this facade i wonder. I mean if you were watching from way back then did you guys
0: notice that or because did you me, guys think everything was great
1: i'm like looking at this shit and i'm like dude they've been hating each right. other like they've been having problems like christine in this in the last episode was asked acting like they had this great marriage when she was talking to robin like i never thought we could have problems i'm like what are you talking about Mm -hmm. you were the basement wife right like he did not care about you he left
0: you at the hospital you were telling mary just a little while ago i am not over it the courtship is a real big fucking problem for me maybe it just took
1: seeing him with another wife like with robin for her to be like oh shit We've got a lot of problems and we need to fix it. And he's just like, I don't care. Yeah, I'm checked out. I'm already knee deep in another pussy. I have
0: already melted down Mary's ring. Yep. I'm already detached from all you bitches. I am on my new merry way. Yep. With my favorite Robin.
1: <laughs> Breakdancing pussy. That's right. Good stuff. Yeah.
0: We are back to talk 90 Day Fiance. It feels to me, Beatrice, like this is... The penultimate episode, which means that's a good word. I don't know that word. You don't know that word? No, I love teaching you words. It means a second to last. Wow. Yeah. So it looks, feels like the penultimate to me. I feel like next week, it looks like we've got some weddings that are trying to take place. Yeah. We either have one more or two more, but we are here now to talk about this week's episode. So take it away, Toots.
1: All right and I just have to say I have to make a quick note that this episode felt extraordinarily long like it was like I'm in a parallel dimension yeah like at the
0: slowest increment of time like you're in a timeless space a nebula if you will
1: (laughs) The egg of life. Is
0: time even passing? Is time even real? I'm like watching when this. When you're watching 90 Day Fiancé. I, I think I WhatsApped you and I'm you like, did. I feel like I started this at 11 a.m. and it's now 5 p.m. and I am only 30 <laughs> minutes in. Yeah. What's happening right now? I
1: was watching it last night and I'm like, sober. I'm like, I've got to watch this sober. Shockingly. So I can pay attention. Yeah. The only hour <laughs> of my day I was sober. And I'm watching this and I'm like, am I, I'm not high. Like, I, this feels really long. It just felt crazy to me but it was i mean it was funny there were some funny moments
0: there were but i mean it it is just it's a regurgitation of like the same storyline and we've said this ourselves we've regurgitated this ourselves so i don't i won't say it too much but like it just it's the same thing yes we've just been in the same moment the same night and some of the same day in some of these relationships i'm like oh good grief can we move it it's like the sister wives <laughs> I know. it takes three years For to real. get a fucking season and yeah. by the time we do we already know everything
1: that's happened i know exactly. the status of every single one of these couples i know yes that's the thing about it although i did send you today rob's uncensored oh only fans photos today
0: to remind I you i mean i feel like some of you might not know and so let us remind we're gonna you. remind you
1: <laughs> so this is now in your consciousness yeah but
0: rob of rob and sophie had an only fans um a few years ago yeah. which felt like it was created for the male gaze uh uh-huh. the homosexual the homosexual gaze which is yeah. great. We, great we love ourselves the homosexual we have
1: a homosexual
0: in our a midst token homosexual. we do we do love a homosexual but yeah. so we had an only fans and um we had i had found a picture of rob spreading his cakes Okay, for the camera, but it It was was blotted out. It was censored somewhat. Mm -hmm. I posted that on Patreon because I know you're sick just like me. Okay? (laughs) I know you're sick just like me. I know you wanted to see it on Patreon, but I couldn't find the actual booty hole. I found it. I I didn't look long, though, because I was not (laughs) necessarily wanting to see the booty hole. but you found it today. Well,
1: people were talking about it on Reddit. Somebody posted a picture of Rob, and they're like, I just, every time I see this dude, I think about how we've seen his bare anus and i was like oh my god are there actual <laughs> pictures out so i was reading the comments and people were commenting on reddit you can go look up the thread if right, you want i'm right. not promoting it's this there at all it exists on the internet you can look it is up is it 90 day fiance uncensored yes okay that's the subreddit there's a post on there and there's comments telling you how to find it but i went and looked <laughs> because my morbid curiosity i'm like i have to see this yeah. and <laughs> and then she wrote me
0: she's like um by the way those photographs <laughs> I found them and I'm like um link please send them
1: to me so right she now. sent me the
0: link I went and looked I'm like I can't see it I'm a boomer like uh and I'm like you're gonna have to screenshot this shit and she's like okay then I saw him while you you're setting him. up to screenshots <laughs> I then I just scrolled a little lower I'm like oh, I saw the dickly the
1: big old dick the balls I mean, big well I mean it's I mean big it but I kind, mean, kind of, of, of weird. comes up like this it's like thick oh
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like thick down here and then it kind of gets thin like that no but i like, mean
1: it was like thin at the base was and it? then it gets thick
0: oh man okay that's yeah. kind of interesting know. you know what i'm saying,
1: <laughs> what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> and i asked you i was like are you aroused And i'm like absolutely not and then I saw the booty hole honey and when I tell you he's spreading his cheeks for everybody for God for country for man and woman to see yep I saw everything I saw his lower intestine huh. I saw his life purpose yep I saw his hopes for his future <laughs> and I was like oh and there was something in that anus too what was that it
1: was a little a silver butt plug with a diamond on top of it in his booty hole while he's spreading out and you can see his balls and stuff it's all shaved, though, at least.
0: <gasps> I mean, so yeah we, we, yeah, we did revisit Rob's OnlyFans, and we saw those pictures. God bless Honestly, it.
1: it's the only entertaining thing about their storyline, because them, Rob and Sophie bore me, like, so It's much.
0: also the only time he was gainfully employed. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> he's actually making money
0: because those gay guys on that board were here oh, for it they're like oh sure. my god that's everything
1: i mean he's an objectively attractive ish man kind of for some people i guess not my type but right. you know he's something yeah and for some gay men i'm sure I mean, compared to cleon i mean i'd rather see rob's butt or, or than sam? Yeah. Ooh, sam yeah oh sam yeah so His but we are being mean promoting. you're
0: being so mean i
1: oh well stop listen, being mean he put it on we the could internet. be nicer he put it on the internet for everybody to see i'm gonna talk about it oh god i'm gonna talk about it <laughs> <laughs> i see that you are <laughs> anyway let's get into okay this let's get into the episode, episode we start with, well but we
0: found out that jasmine has an only yes too
1: i looked it up because i was watching this episode i'm like she's gotta i was watching it with your daughter actually right. and she was like she's gotta have an only fans 100 uh, and she does well and she should i mean but i'm wondering if gino features on there <sighs> I'm just wondering. Like if she's peeing on Gino right now yeah. as we speak? Or like if they do things together or whatever. I don't know. Uh, but I mean, from her OnlyFans, I did not subscribe to it because it's like $18 a month or something. Yeah, I'm like nobody has time for that, honey. No. You
0: know that Paul and Carini both had an OnlyFans too? What? Paul and she Carini? Doesn't, she doesn't Paul? know that Paul had an I, OnlyFans. Not only does Paul stop. have an OnlyFans, I don't know if it's still active, stop. but he was doing stuff with other guys. <gasps> Wasn't Karini doing stuff with other guys? No. Paul had his whole asshole out. Paul was what? doing OnlyFans, bitch. What? Yes. I mean,. Oh, i'm not God. here to judge nobody or kink shame because you I'm, know mommy's had her life experiences if you will girl
1: i'm but deceased yeah that yeah. is insane i'm sure me. you can find some of that as well like um, you, you want to get exactly. your
0: monocle out and go looking you honey. know
1: that's exactly what i'm gonna do when i get home from tonight i'm gonna be looking screenshots oh for sure i'm gonna send them to you okay thank you i need to see it all <laughs> I wanna see what his ding-a-ling looks is. Have you ever like.
0: seen like Nikocado Avocado and his OnlyFans? No which is degeneracy supreme.
1: Is it just him where eating? Where have food? you been?
0: How am I oh, look, I'm not the Gen up- X older woman, clearly very beautiful <laughs> for her age? How am I out here knowing that Nikocado Avocado, and Paul have OnlyFans where they're doing like leagues of butt stuff? Stop. So much fucking butt stuff.
1: I just, you know, I just, I guess I don't look for it. I don't think about it. Maybe that's
0: the difference between you and me. (laughs) You're searching
1: for it while you're reading your smut. (laughs) No, listen, I'm up on
0: YouTube and said, well, (laughs) I mean, I hear about things, you know, I hear about it on the street and everything. I'm listening. Oh my God. Well, the the Reddit's probably
1: talking about it too. Yes. yes. I did not know Nakato Avocado had an only It's just him eating and doing nasty shit, isn't it? No, it's
0: him getting fucked in the ass by his boyfriend.
1: Stop. I'm sorry. Should I beep that out? No. <laughs>
0: just getting railed and eating and with his CPAP on and stuff. It's just. Oh the my most God. that
1: simmer. is debaucherous. I know. It's fantastic. What is wrong with
0: this world? It's everything. Oh
1: my God. All right, let's get into the episode. Okay. Well, we start with Gino and Jasmine. Jasmine has an OnlyFans. Let's remind you. Yes. Um, I wonder if Gino's on there. Please, somebody go subscribe and let me know. Let us know. But in this episode, for some reason, it's still 42 days until their wedding. And so they got to go fucking wedding dress shopping. Yeah like what are we doing some of the other cast members did this episodes ago right why are we just doing this with them it's a whole nothing burger gino's fucking broke doesn't want to spend a lot of money on a wedding dress because he spent four thousand dollars on well he gave four thousand dollars to gino Jasmine Jasmine. for a wedding dress and then she used it on her ass implants right so now he's fucking broke and he's like can we keep it under a thousand dollars and Gino finds Jasmine Jesus (laughs) Jasmine finds a wedding dress that's like five thousand dollars or something right and Gino just looks pained
0: right I mean it's really embarrassing I mean I don't think there's any woman who wants to go dress shopping with her uh, betrothed and have him say, how much is that though? Yeah. What's the cost on that though? Like it's well, super cringe and embarrassing. But at the same time, if you can't afford it, you can't afford it. Yeah. I do know that at this time, my husband walked through um, <laughs> the living room and, and he stopped and listened to Jasmine and he's like, wow, that woman sounds like she's speaking through a kazoo. <laughs> and she does. she does. That's perfect. She sounds like she's speaking through a <sighs> kazoo. He's like, that's great. Then he went on to take his his piss. But <laughs> okay. yeah, I thought the dresses were beautiful. Yeah. Obviously, she's got a bag and body. Jasmine, yes. I think, is very pretty. Yes. Um, He couldn't afford anything. Then they went and looked <laughs> at venues. And
1: yeah, they looked at a barn venue. They thought it was very beautiful. Although okay. Jasmine is lying to Chino and saying that she's like, well, I don't know because I still don't have a good relationship with your family because they think I'm using you. Right. Which I'm totally not.
0: But she. (laughs) But for what? I mean, what could she possibly be using Gino for? He no longer has a job. Yeah, he's the kind of person that shits in a toilet and doesn't flush it. (laughs) He doesn't have a lot of money. He can't afford to get you a wedding dress. Like, what kind of fucking gold do you think you're digging over here? Well, she
1: told his family when they go and have dinner with them that he's a babe.
0: Well, she was being facetious because everybody knows that he's not a babe. I mean, when (laughs) he's sitting there while she's trying on dresses he looks like a fucking gargoyle know,
1: people are already making. he looks memes like of it.
0: a gargoyle in a fedora
1: <laughs> just like, standing jesus there jesus christ all humpty down. I'm like my like, dude he looks like um grew from uh, <laughs> <laughs> despicable me yes he does a little bit i'm yeah. like i can't with you dude
0: well what did you think of the dinner where jasmine talks to the family because um before they really even say anything to her she just kind of launches into like it is really important for me to have a relationship with you guys because I don't have family in America uh-huh. and um, all my family is in Panama yeah. and I really want to be To feel like I have somebody here, she starts crying, which means your mother-in-law starts crying. Were you? I did. I started I believed her. And I have a soft spot for Jasmine, even though she's absolutely mental. She's insane. I feel like she wants love. All she wants is real, deep abiding love. Even though she's a hurricane. And I felt if I was just like, if I was in that family sitting at that table, I would like get up, I would go hug her. I'm like, girl, let's go get cocktails. I'm your I'm your friend. I'm here for you. I would be helping this woman who's just crying out for love and family no yeah you don't feel
1: the same well i mean i i can understand why gino's family is like skeptical of her but i think gino's family is kind of fucked up because every time they have a conversation with jasmine about gino and like about their relationship and stuff his family is always like well we're just worried that you're taking advantage of our ugly, broke down <laughs> cousin or nephew right. or whatever. Like, they're always putting him down. Like, Gino's fucking awkward. Gino's fucking weird. Like, how Gino's can he get with worst. you? <laughs> like, why would you, babe,
0: want to be with him? Your
1: beautiful that's boobs and booty and everything. Why? Like, you got it going. Like, why are you with this shit? It schlub? makes no sense. But we love him. We're looking out for him and his ugly ass. Like, right. that's just how they are every time. Right. <laughs> so I'm like... His family kind of sucks. Yeah, they do.
0: I mean, everybody sucks. And even Jasmine sucks a little. But I thought that that was very endearing. And I loved that they accepted her. Yes. And that they were good to her. And that they explained their position. And Mm -hmm. everything was right in the land.
1: (laughs) We're totally seeing these people on Happily Ever After. They're not getting married next week. We've still got to wait for that. 100%. Um, Next, we get to Clayton and Anna Lee, who are the highlight of this episode. Yeah. Because if you recall... Anneli had a bachelorette party with a streeper, a streeper, honey, with Aunt, a pink boto, big old boto,
0: winding that boto around, mm-hmm. dancing and gyrating, and Anneli with those face. selfies, and she oh. was living her best life. She certainly wasn't acting like she didn't want it. No, she was so excited, and I thought that. She actually asked Brandy for a stripper. She like, did. She wanted a stripper, right? Yes,
1: she did. Okay, so. Yes, even though Clayton didn't want a stripper. He said, poor favor, no stripper.
0: Did he say por favor? He said, please? I yes. thought he said, absolutely no goddamn stripper. Well, he did say or that. Or I'm going to stomp my toddler feet, <laughs> throw his- myself a
1: toddler tantrum <laughs> little baby diaper yeah, tantrum. only my pamper peen yes no In his um talking head with her he was like i said por favor no strippers right that's what he said but then we get into this episode before they have the big old talk annalee has not told him that she had a stripper at her bachelorette party yet and we see clayton working out in the front yard on a towel is that what he was doing <laughs> sounds like he was Squeaking. practicing for his dance audition <laughs> Like just yeah. jumping
0: back and down and squatting
1: if you ever want to know what i do at the gym it's that is it <laughs> <laughs> awesome that's how i get my physique fantastic <laughs> and so he's working out i guess because he wants to lose 10 pounds before the next day which is their wedding and honestly comes out and she's like "Guess yeah, so what? i gotta talk to you um i had a stripper at my bachelorette party yeah but it was all brandy's idea right that bitch yeah she put it up and i just couldn't say no if there's one woman
0: I wouldn't want to surreptitiously throw under the bus, it would probably be Brandy for because sure. Brandy looks like she would throw hands yep. and definitely not put up with it. But at the same time, I think maybe she'd do onalia solid and just be like, "Get over it, Clayton, uh, for real, you little bitch baby." <laughs> you-
1: you little man, maybe. Listen,
0: I'm worried because Clayton commented on your post today I on know. Instagram, Hi, which Clayton. was so interesting. You put up a graphic of like what an anim- anamorphous. <laughs> an-
1: oh, I'm changing into a guinea pig. <laughs> but you didn't tag him
0: no I didn't so he was searching with his yes. little baby fingers on his keyboard while he was playing World of Warcraft mm-hmm. and he found your post within less than an hour I know and he commented and on he it and he fucking commented I on it I wonder if he's going to listen Dude, to oh my god I was claim. literally
1: let me just apologize in advance. sorry but not sorry <laughs> but like I was literally telling your daughter this today I was like he commented on our shit like what if he listens to our episodes where we're talking about his pamper dick <laughs> and his tiny <laughs> and his tiny
0: feet and i'm gonna be talking about his tiny legs dangling off that bed because they didn't reach the ground because he's so small my god it's like lily tomlin in the big chair you wouldn't know the reference but like she's sitting in his big chair and her fucking feet are just dangling
1: off the edge like he's so little i even posted a story today i forgot where i was talking about his bad haircut you did He probably saw it. And that's why we need to be nicer. Well, but I'm sorry. We we have to ask
0: ourselves, are we helping the world or are we hurting it? Listen. (laughs) Listen.
1: I'm just a human being with We're eyes. We're just trying to laugh. I I'm mean, like, God. who cares? You're on TV. It doesn't fucking matter. I know people are talking shit about us right now and I don't care. And it's rude.
0: People are definitely harsh. And Clayton, you put yourself out there. But then what you did, Clayton, is you acted a fucking fool. Like a little so baby. So your sister, Brandy, who nobody can say no to, your sister's going to do whatever she wants to do. Yep. She hires this broke down middle-aged stripper with a pink boat toe. And you hear about it and you immediately go into your incel insecurity, mm-hmm. right? Like incel curity. <laughs> <laughs> you get into your incel curity. Because I think he's wondering, like, well, did he she see his dick? Yeah. Well, did she like his dick? Yeah. Well, is she comparing in her mind and in her consciousness the middle-aged dick with my dick? The answer is yes. Absolutely. (laughs) That's what she's doing. And what does she think about So it's all driven by insecurity. Yes. And he's getting mad. And so his mouth hangs open and his eyes get really dark and he's getting all mad. And I'm just laughing at him. It's so
1: funny. Oh, God. He's 5'1 and he's mad. Oh, my God. He's so mad. And he's like, did you like it? Did you touch him? Did yeah, he touch you? Papa, I you? liked it. Yes, I yes, did. I took selfies. Me. I twerked up on it. I took videos of it. I was it. all trying to feel up on yep. it. I'm going to dream about it later tonight while you're fucking yes, me. I'm not going to be thinking about yours. I'm going to be thinking about that, man.
0: Now that I know that there's other penises out there yeah. that are human-sized. <laughs> human-sized. You're not being on a No offense, Clayton, if Ooh. you're watching. We're just having taking the piss. We're just having fun. That's all we're doing. Get
1: over it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, what a little misogynist. I know. He's freaking out. Annalie starts crying about it. And can we talk about this? Yeah. Because her reaction's a little ridiculous, too. She's just like, well, what's the solution? Because I already had it. And like, get over it. And you're just going to keep questioning me over and over again. I'm just going to fly back to Peru. Right.
0: And so she doesn't deal with conflict. (laughs) Not at all. She gets up and she walks away. Like, she puts up with a little bit of his interrogation. Um, but then she gets up and she walks away. And so then he follows her and then she gets up from there and walks away and he follows her yeah. and he's always trying to fucking touch her, I know. And, like put his arm down her leg. And I'm just like, get off me, Stop you little it. fucking barnacle. <laughs> get up off me. And she's just like, leave me alone. I'm just, you know, there's, you're going to want all the details. You're going to want to just keep on talking this to over death. And, over again. and I don't want to live my life this way. And I would rather go home than to deal with this. So... On its face, that's really unfair. Totally. Because he has every right to be hurt. Yeah. Because that was a boundary that they had, right? That was something that they agreed upon. Correct. She willfully broke it because she asked for it. Yeah. Right? So she knew it was going to happen. So Clayton has every right to be upset. And you have some splaining to do, Lucy. For sure. You can't just cry and say, okay, let's not get married because you're being a bitch boy about it. She has no communication ability no not at all yeah and it's not fair she wasn't fair to Clayton but I mean I like that because I don't like Clayton no
1: and but at the same time like he's proving her right by also continually asking questions like did you like it and did he touch you and yeah he's like he well we need to talk about it even more right for a while until he's I feel going okay about it to
0: go crazy he's yes. going to have intrusive thoughts yeah he's going to have a hard time and I guess you were telling me that he actually had an ex-girlfriend who cheated on him so he's definitely got trauma
1: yes and that's probably why he's reacting this way because he feels like it's in some way akin to cheating when it's not it's just a fucking stripper and she was drunk on a bus and he's waving his dick in her face so how would you feel if that happened to your wife i mean if i straight up told her i'm like look i don't want any strippers like that's really not something i want for you and for us and if she did it anyway i'd be a little upset but i'd be like okay what's the context like did somebody get you a stripper even though you told them no strippers And did you stay? And did you touch the girl? Then maybe we'd have a problem. Right. But it wouldn't be something I'd be fucking freaking out about or acting like it was cheating. I would just be like, well... That was lame, but whatever.
0: Yeah, see, if my husband got a lap dance, I would be fucking pressed. Yeah. I would have a problem with that. And if I knew my husband touched a stripper, I would be like, "What? The we fuck? have a fundamental fucking problem. Right. And we're not moving. We're not going anywhere. We're not doing anything until we work this out. So I can see his point. I think it's fair. I think that she's manipulative by crying and walking away and refusing yeah. to talk about it. Yeah. And I think if the tables were turned and he had been around a stripper, I think she would have been really... Really pissed totally so i think she's a hypocrite but at the same time it's so toxic like how can you even
1: keep up no with for what's real. going on for real and I'm just like waiting for if there's gonna be a tell-all because you know they're gonna show that footage. I know. And you know they're gonna show her taking selfies wait. and shit. <laughs> oh my god. Well he asks
0: her is there anything else that I should know
1: and she's no. like no. Oh my I'm god. like okay well
0: cause he's going to see the footage just like Jasmine is going to see the footage of Gino oh, god, I about yes. That, yes. at his strip club. Yes. Yes. that's gonna fellow. freak out. Oh it's gonna be fantastic. I can't wait. It'll be the strip club
1: segment honey. Yes just like last resort <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes um and that's pretty much it with them because we leave off with a cliffhanger like if annalee's gonna go back to peru or oh, not no which she's uh, not because she's here for the green card green card goblin for sure then we get to rob and sophie and i'm gonna be real with you i took notes yeah but i barely remember what happened with them
0: well they get back he goes to pick her up from the hotel yeah. right and so they're in the car they're having a conversation. And she's apologizing for not taking his side and stuff like that. They get Mm -hmm. back to the hovel with the detached bathroom (laughs) and Rob's like, can we go outside and have a a talk since there's not enough space here for us to both sit and talk in this room? (laughs) And so they go outside and she brings up the fact that he was passive, aggressively, vague posting all night on his dumb Twitter or Instagram. Like a loser. Like a total high school millennial loser insecure immature bitch boy baby yep and she's like you know it's obviously geared to me and he's like well what are you talking about no No, it's not it's like a general statement that i just feel inside of me everybody else nothing to do with you okay whatever how old
1: are you again
0: 30 something you're
1: 32 she's 23 what a loser serious like who fucking does that nowadays i don't know i was i was reading some people talking about that shit like that is so lame dude and then to act like you weren't doing it because you don't want your pride and ego to get hurt right and
0: because he has a fundamental inability to just be able to apologize to her yep. and she's already apologizing for things that she may or may not have to apologize for right. quite frankly because her mother was the one who was maybe a little rude but she's doing whatever she needs to do to make things right but he can't give her even a little bit of leeway and apologize no for posting all night and for being a dick and for not texting back and for being an asshole
1: no and he like he'll say i'm sorry but he says it in such a fucking attitude he's like well i'm sorry that i made you feel that way like it's not a real fucking apology he's such an asshole. And I kind of feel bad for Sophie, but at the same time, I'm like, girl, like you're seeing all these red flags in front of you. They are blaring red. That dick game cannot be that good. Maybe it is. Girl. We did see the picture. I mean, I, it's, I mean, it's front loaded. It seems like it's a nice size. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I would say so. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of got weird proportions. Kind of but I don't know. Maybe Sophie
0: loves it. And if she loves it, I love that for her. It's great. But, but I just couldn't put up with such an immature person i mean i've dated somebody like that who's just such a baby about everything and and always so offended by everything and makes a fucking drama and an issue out of the littlest things i mean god it is
1: exhausting
0: i can't nobody wants to live that way and that
1: can't be like attractive either no like wanting a partner to be like boner killer yes i mean he's just so annoying and then they ultimately end up like i guess kind of making up forgiving each other but really that means sophie just apologizing profusely and taking blame to cry yes she has to cry before he gives her an inch which is just so fucked up and she knows it's fucked up she knows that in every single one of their arguments she always has to apologize just for it to end and i'm like girl Mm -hmm. get out it seems like in the preview maybe they will i don't know because he fights with her mom again right they're boring then we get to sam and citra yes who are preparing for their wedding and they have to go to the mosque because they got to do the islamic wedding first yes he's got to convert and then they got to get married at the temple in front of right the priest and then they'll do their american slash christian slash atheist alien wedding <laughs>
0: <laughs> and let me just say because i've trashed sam quite a bit on this podcast for his alleged substance abuse and like how he deceived Citra with not filing for his diversion and all the shitty stuff that he did do and also not telling the truth about what actually happened with his arrest. Like I've definitely, and so have you, we've laid into Sam and we've made fun of his marionette body and all that stuff. Like we've had a, we again, we've taken a piss with Sam, but I felt in this scene when he's going through his conversion and his father shows up, and he's taking it seriously. I felt like it was wholesome. I felt like he loves Citra. Yeah. I feel like he's doing this because he actually authentically loves Citra. And besides it being interesting to me, because I've really never seen any a ceremony like this or a mm-hmm. conversion, I thought it was very fascinating personally. I felt like he was there with the right intention For citra and i thought that that was kind of beautiful am i a big sap you are a total sap
1: (laughs) but i love you that i love you for that i mean for me i was like okay it is kind of sweet because he is converting for the woman that he loves but then he says things like earlier in their segment he was talking about oh you know it's been really hard for me because we haven't been able to have sex Mm -hmm. and so like i'm really waiting for that and i don't want to pressure you into having sex on our wedding night but like i'm you know i'm kind of waiting for that Right. It's been a long time and I'm just, you know, anxious to get that going. And then Citra's like, I'm a virgin. Yeah. So I hope I'm it nervous. doesn't hurt and I'm nervous. And so I'm like, those kinds of elements of Sam bother me because I do think that that, funnel like that kind of influences his want to convert and like want to marry her because he wants to fuck her
0: i think he wants a full and complete relationship with citra because he loves her and that absolutely includes sex yeah i think that you know he probably doesn't have the capacity to like know how to take care of a woman who's a virgin and like what that whole thing is going to be like Uh he just doesn't know it but i don't think that he's that much different from most men like no, i don't think yeah. most men would know how to do that i think most men can't wait for the the sex yeah. or for the wedding night so i don't think he's atypical in that way therefore no. not a bad person but i mean i
1: it's just kind of gross to me though. i wish like, yeah i wish he was more sensitive yeah was thinking about that yeah that's the only thing with him and then i'm like you got an OnlyFans, so like what do you do and oh, god that's just crazy to you me. know what i mean yeah so sam if you didn't
0: watch last time or if you didn't listen last time Sam just started in OnlyFans, and the inference for the casual reader is that it's going to be sexual in nature, certainly with adult content. So, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you just converted to Islam, you
1: married this virginal beautiful girl Mm -hmm. help me out here yeah with your motives and in this episode her dad is literally talking to sam before they go and do the conversion he's like please don't defile my daughter like please don't destroy her take care of her don't waste her don't waste her and sam's like no i won't i love her and he does say something really sweet to her and he's like you know the goal is to be like you and your wife because you guys are the perfect example and that kind of got Herman a little misty so that was sweet mm-hmm. so I'm like I'm I'm hoping that Sam can right. be a good guy yes and I hope that he can treat Citra well correct and his dad seems really sweet like I like that his dad showed up for his conversion
0: did he wear shades inside yeah. of the mosque <laughs> <You're> <laughs> his okay. shades
1: were fucking funny to me dude I'm like, <laughs> like you look your like your an sunglasses alien off, he does <laughs> he's funny but he showed up and his mom didn't nope so fuck his mom he's she's drinking somewhere oh for sure yeah. for sure but that's pretty much it like they get married after he says his conversion i think it was called the shahada i'm not pronouncing that right because i'm a fucking white girl but mm-hmm. he converts they get married in the islamic temple it's very sweet herman cries mm-hmm. and it's like very wholesome and then i think next episode we'll get to the american wedding yeah so i'm excited for that and then we get to manuel and ashley yeah they're the final one okay okay they're kind of boring yeah the first segment they start with like a facetime call with his mom which is sweet but i'm like wasn't ashley saying this whole entire season that she's never even met his family doesn't know anything about his family
0: yeah and it seemed to me that they had spoken before they seemed to have some kind of a relationship ashley and the mom and then ashley started crying but somebody pointed out on the subreddit that there were actually no tears Mm -hmm. just like dry robin brown eyes Uh uh-huh Just like pretending to cry and feeling all emotional about it. But that was a nice moment. Like Manuel, I do believe, really wants his family to be there. Anybody from his family to be there to witness his marriage. But was he married before? I know he's got kids.
1: Was he married to somebody else before? I think the talk has been that like, well, like the rumors have been through this season that he's got a wife. Oh. But I don't know if that's true. Legal wife? Yeah. I don't know if that's true or if like he's just got like a baby mama down and you know i don't know all right i'm not entirely sure if some raccoons can figure that out and let us know that'd be great right because we don't know but obviously we're like in the
0: run-up to the wedding and um we're scouting out the beach and she's super excited Ashley super excited and every time I see her in her interstitial when she's wearing that blue dress and her like red hair I'm like oh god she's so pretty her eyes are so she's beautiful so pretty. yeah but she gets word that there's tropical storms approaching and I guess she didn't realize when she was booking her wedding on a beach in Florida during hurricane season that there was the potential that that wouldn't work out to her benefit
1: girl i'm like how do you not think about that i don't know when you that's crazy i'm like when i think of florida i always think of hurricanes Mm because they always get hit with hurricanes they always have fucking storms and shit it's like what are you even doing she's like well i don't live in florida so i don't think about that but i don't live in florida and i know that yeah and i have cnn and i understand when these hurricanes roll through the state and how devastating it is like okay But she is, I mean, she planned this thing right down to the last fucking minute. They're getting married on like day 89 or day 90 of the K1. The Pisces moon. The Pisces full moon. She wanted to get married as close to that as possible. Why? What does that mean? I don't know. Because Well, you're our astrologist. I don't know. Well, they're both cancer rising. So like last episode when they were at Niagara Falls, they're like, oh my God, all the water energy. uh." So (laughs) they're probably like very connected to that. She's a witch. So she's probably thinking like, it's going to be so amazing. Okay. But it's full moon in Pisces, and then you have a hurricane on your wedding. Right. That's kind of crazy. Well, the fact of the matter is that
0: this couple and their storyline is already over. Like, (laughs) we've just been in the same situation this entire time for the last three to four weeks. Yeah. You're fighting, and then you're boning, and Uh then you're planning your wedding. And so I assume in the next episode, we're going to be getting to that wedding, and we'll see if there's a hurricane. Probably not. She's probably going to get married on the beach. It's going to be beautiful. And then we're done.
1: Yeah congratulations yes like they were very boring this whole season yeah
0: I mean they're sweet I think they do love each other I don't think he's sweet I don't think he's very nice I think she's naive but, but I mean as long as they have bomb-ass sex I guess
1: I mean and she was rumored to be pregnant right earlier in the season so I'm like are you Maybe gonna be to have
0: a baby <gasps> oh my god that'd be a cute baby did though. you see citrus tummy because I know I asked you if you had looked because yeah. she looks in her like talking head when she's wearing the pink blouse she looks kind of pre- prego i hope not i hope not yikes oh
1: my god can you imagine what that kid looks like uh, 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 i'm well, not gonna body shame no
0: don't but the child has a great chance for fantastic from uh, citra aesthetics <laughs> from citra
1: yes yeah. she's gorgeous she is gorgeous and that's pretty much it for this episode it was very boring but we get to the preview yeah sophie's mom and rob are arguing again, again gino and jasmine get married jasmine's sad that her family's not there but gino's family is there sam and citra have their american wedding but then he has to find a new officiant right. within one hour of the who's wedding not a priest who's not uh, yeah not christian because he didn't think about that right like dude you need me i'm an officiant yes yes like you could have your fucking dad get yeah. ordained
0: online i mean in 10 minutes literally that's what they'll probably and do wasn't
1: it free yeah. When you uh, it. No, it was like 30 bucks. Oh, so yeah. yeah pretty cheap. You can do that. Mm-hmm. And then Nikki flies back to America, and they kiss, her and Igor kiss. At the flight. I'm like, so is this when he's going to text her? Yeah. And say that this they're is going up? to be
0: when he texts her while After she's sitting she in her back. talking head in her beautiful red dress. She's going to get a text oh. and he's going to break up with her. He's going
1: to dump her. Uh, amazing. And then it looks like it's probably a producer fake out, but like it looks like Clayton's getting stood up at his wedding. But I feel like Annalee's going to be there. Uh, yeah. I believe they're going to get married. But that would be so funny. Though. It would be great. And <laughs> no. he would deserve it. Sorry, Clayton, if you're watching. Sorry, if you're watching. <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy if he's listening? It would be
0: fantastic. I mean, no offense. No offense. Absolutely nothing. about your diaper baby pee. No and offense. Your smile. <laughs> well, this was really great. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. Now I want to remind you, we're going to be back later this week, Thursday or Friday, depending on whether you're a patron, to cover Vanderpump Rules last week for uh, episode one. I think we almost talked for an hour. I know. So I mean, we're going to get into we, there's a just girl. a lot of stuff going on, and there's some mm-hmm. news that have, that has come out around <sighs> Vanderpump Rules. So definitely, if you watch. That that show. Um, hang out with us because we love to talk about it and um, also watch the episodes if you can before we even talk about it so everybody knows what's going on the content in the dumpster Um, but until then is there anything else that we need to say to these beautiful raccoons
1: well if you love our podcast I sure hope you go and like all of our videos on YouTube subscribe leave us a good review on your favorite podcast platform five stars please Um, we really appreciate it we love you very much
0: and until next time never forget that we've got nothing but love for you and peace out bye